Welcome to Our Missouri, a podcast about the people, places, culture, and history of the 114 counties and independent city of St. Louis that comprise the great state of Missouri. Each episode focuses on a topic related to the state, ranging from publications about Missouri's history to current projects undertaken by organizations to preserve and promote local institutions. The Our Missouri podcast is recorded in the J. Christian Bay Rare Books Room at the State Historical Society of Missouri's Columbia Research Center and is generously provided to you by the State Historical Society of Missouri. And now, here's your host, Sean Rost. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, or at whatever hour you are tuning in to listen to the Our Missouri podcast. My name is Sean Rost, and I will be your guide as we explore the memories, moments, and misfortunes from Our Missouri. When we record episodes for the podcast, we sometimes hear stories from guests that are really deserving of extra attention. From time to time, we air this bonus material in between our usual Monday premieres in a special segment called More Missouri Moments. Today, Caroline Frazier, who was our guest in Episode 2, tells us about Rose Wilder Lane, the daughter of Laura Ingalls Wilder, and her brief residence in Columbia, Missouri in the mid-1930s while working on a book about the history of Missouri. That was a really um, kind of pivotal uh, period for, for both Rose and her mother and the creation of, of the little house books, because um, what happened was, was, you know, a little earlier, right uh, before the, the um, crash of, of the market, um, Rose had built her parents, what she called the rock house. This was the second house on the Rocky Ridge farm property um, that Rose built for her parents. And that's actually where uh, Laura wrote the first um, several books uh, was the manuscripts Uh for those books were written in the rock house. And um, meanwhile, Rose was living in the farmhouse, their old farmhouse. Um, But the tensions between Rose and Laura at this point kind of rose to a crescendo in part because, you know, Rose was, was having, um, sort of a nervous breakdown, which which was brought on by her financial difficulties. She really couldn't afford the the money that she'd you know spent on this house that she built for her parents, and so she was continually just trying to stay ahead of the bills and the um, and and what this led to inevitably was her taking on this project to write. Um, it was uh, supposed to be part of a series of books about the different states. And she was contracted to write uh, a book about Missouri. <laughs> and uh, so she ended up moving to the Tiger Hotel uh, in Columbia in order to be close to the um, State Historical Society because um, she needed to use their archives. Uh, and, and the book, you know, was supposed to be about the history of the state and how it was you know, founded and and what had happened to it, you know, subsequently, you know, a full kind of history of the state of Missouri. And so she, she moved to Columbia in part because she was, you know, having these, uh, she was just mentally, I think, unable to cope with her mother anymore and, and living in close proximity to her mother. And she needed to, to fulfill this contract. So it was really kind of a break with her parents at that point. In fact, she, after she left, um, you know, she would spend, I think it was in the summer of 1935 that, that she uh, moved um, up there to Columbia and uh, would stay there on and off for the next 
year or so, and, and eventually then in 1937, uh, ended up moving to New York. And after she moved away, uh, wouldn't see her father again. Um, and so th this really was a kind of um, emotional break with, with her uh, family. And yet she's still very heavily involved in, in editing and, and helping her mother with the little house books. And so they begin corresponding after she moves to Columbia. And it's through that correspondence that we can see much of what we um, know about their, their writing and editing process. So, th so that was incredibly important. Um, for, for Rose, um, this would not be a particularly <laughs> successful project. Um, she tried to do it, I think, mainly for the money, but, but you know, she had these uh, in kind of insane deadlines where she was supposed to produce this book in just a few months, I mean. <laughs> and, and this was during one of the hottest summers, that, that summer of 1935 was incredibly hot. And there, you know, she, you can see in her letters that she's just sitting in this, sweating in this hotel room and in the Tiger Hotel. Um, she also took uh, long car trips, road trips around the state to visit um, various uh, historical sites and so forth. Um, it, it was it was a very, I think, discouraging experience for her in a lot of ways because she was she never was able to produce a manuscript that satisfied the publisher. Uh, she ended up writing something that was kind of so personal in a way. Um, and indeed, it begins with a you know the manuscript or at least one of the the manuscripts she produced tells the story of the Wilders' uh, arrival uh, in the state when, when Rose was eight. Um, and it is quite interesting in, in that regard. But, but as a state history, it didn't really fly. Um, but, but her time there was important. She did meet uh, a young woman who was a student at the University of Missouri, Norma Lee Browning, who would go on to become um, quite a well-known journalist in her own right, and, and uh, Norma Lee would um, herself become kind of important in the, the whole story of the, you know, the publishing and writing of the Little House books, because she ended up living with Rose later in life and, and, uh, and had her own view of how the Little House books were written. She is actually, I think, one of the people who was responsible for the idea that Rose was the real author of the book. She kind of put out that story. Um, uh, but of course, when, when Rose first met Norma Lee, she was just a student and, and Rose tried to persuade her to immediately uh, drop out of college <laughs> because, because she felt that um, the University of Missouri was full of communists. Uh, this is a period at which Rose was really developing a lot of the, the ideas that would, uh, you know, later become associated with the libertarian movement. Um, and so that was quite an important kind of meeting. You know, I think normally went to interview Rose for a, for a school newspaper, um, and they ended up becoming quite close. But uh, yeah, her, her Rose's sojourn in the Tiger Hotel was was not uh, all that important 
all that successful to her professionally, um, but it did represent her finally kind of breaking away uh, from her mother. Thank you for listening to the Our Missouri podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, including past and future episodes, information about guests, and upcoming events, please visit our website at shsmo.org slash our dash Missouri.